You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, we have Starshima on with us. She is a nurse who owns Female CEO, a transformational coaching firm, as well as the Indelible Milestones. Starshima, thank you so much for being with us here today. Well, thank you, Katie, for having me. It's such a pleasure. Um, thank you for allowing me to share this platform with you and your audience today. Absolutely. Uh, so why don't you start by just giving us a little bit of background of you as a nurse, how you got started, where you, what you're doing now, and then how it led to your multiple businesses. All right. Awesome. This is a journey here, so you guys bear with me on this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think, you know, to be honest, Katie, I always had a deep burning desire to always be a nurse, and that probably came from my mom being in healthcare. She was a CNA, so I got a chance to see her do um, things. So as a young child, I always desired to be a nurse. So I went out and I made it happen. Um, I landed, I've been a nurse now for probably about eight years and I initially started my career right in the OR. I am an adrenaline junkie. Um, so I started my career um, as an ER nurse. I love adrenaline. And I spent about five years in the ER. Um, and then I decided to transition over to the OR, which is another specialty that I absolutely love. I've spent about three years there, and now I finally transitioned out of the hospital setting and into education, and um, it has been one of the best moves that I've ever made in my nursing career. Um, I love teaching nurses who's going into the um, profession, you know, and really changing the culture of nurses if they're young and really empowering them from the gate, so it's been powerful. That's great. And it's always uh, really amazing when you find that one area that is just home for you as a nurse, right? Because there's so many different areas of nursing that you could be in. Um, so, yeah, so the, so, and going from like ED to OR, that's a big transition too, because to me, like ED is like chaos and OR is absolute control. <laughs> so, you have a lot of sides to you, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true because, you know, definitely ER is chaos. And I said that OR was more of like an organized chaos. So we had our times of, you know, total chaotic where I got that extra, you know, few heartbeats a minute <laughs> that it was actually uh, pretty fun. But yeah, it is a, a different, a different world, a different dynamic to nursing. And you do nurse a lot different in ER versus OR. So which one of um, your, how did you come into doing your business and which one did you start first? So um, I started Indelible Milestones Incorporated first. Um, it was initially creations by Shishi and as time the dream um, evolves and the company evolves. And Indelible Milestones was really a passion um, project, Katie. If you don't mind, I'm going to dig a little deeper where it actually came from. Um, right after nursing school, you know, we had all the great things that they say you should have, get the career, get the education, buy the house, um, and we were expecting our first child. So after 13 years of dealing with infertility, we finally like, yes, you know, everything is happening and it's falling into place like it totally should, you know? And I carried um, my baby for 38 weeks and it was, we lost her in utero right at week 38. And during that time, that was a big transition time for me. 
um, although I love my career and I love what I did, I love the impact that I made, you know, right at that point, I realized how fragile life was for me. Although I've done this for many people, you know, um, life-saving measures for others, witness death, things of that nature, it wasn't quite in my own backyard. And when this happened for me, it was a huge realization that I needed to do something that I absolutely love because life is fragile and what type of impact did I want to make on the world and at that time I wanted to give people extravagant events <laughs> because as a child I didn't get a chance to get those things because I didn't grow up you know really with a lot of um, opportunity with money and things of that nature so we didn't get a chance to celebrate so I'm like well from my void I want to help somebody else and that's where indelible milestones really was birthed from, from, you know, realizing I needed something more and to give back to something that I had lacked to change the trajectory of another person's life. And that's where Indelible Milestones was birthed. And from there, it has taken off. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous, too. And I'm looking at your website. I, you know, I would just wish you were in my area, because um, it looks like your style is, it's really beautiful. It's very detail oriented. Um, and how long have you been doing this business? So I think I, I launched, you know, the, the years get clouded as you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you remember those first uh, milestones, but after that, I've been in business with, with Indelible Milestones for about five years. Again, I initially was teaching and I rebranded it. And then in 2019, I incorporated the company. So for about five years. I and was it hard to get something like this started? Was there a lot of competition in this space? You know, it was a lot of competition in the space. And one thing about this event industry, not that I related to nursing, because I love my nursing, we have to be real and transparent, but a lot of people gatekeep a lot of information. So it wasn't a, a, a business or an industry that you went in where knowledge was overflowing, you know, like it's fallen out of the internet world. You know, you really had to really work really hard to really make your company something and this industry is all around respect you know you have to work hard to get the respect so it took a lot of late nights and early mornings to really build my company to where i got it to prior to covid um, and where we're going to bounce back after covid because everybody's going to want to have an event um, but <laughs> it took a lot of dedication a lot of burning the midnight oil to really build it because it wasn't easy. I mean, as far as the overhead to start it, I really pulled $300 out of my bank account, Kitty, and I said, I'm going to go do this. This is what I want to do, you know, and that $300 um, right before COVID was making five figures a month in my company. So it was great, but it took a lot of hard work behind it, a lot of dedication, a lot of courage to move in spite of. Yeah, I think that's the, the piece that sometimes gets missed because, you know, you come to a website like yours and you're like, oh, she's got it all together. This, you know, I can do a website like this too. And I've seen a lot of people do that. They'll go out and they'll get the website and then say, you know, nobody showed up um, or the, the business model saturated or, I, you know, I can't get customers or something. But they don't see all of the hard work that you put in, you know, pushing something like this forward and the connections that you made, um, which... Um, I, I can imagine you didn't just wait for people to come to your website, right? That, it was more of a marketing plan there, right? Right. Yes. No, it was definitely not. The website was really the, the latter part. You know, one thing about entrepreneurs, 
Now we get very caught up in the shiny object syndrome, the website, the Instagram handles and all those things. And we forget about those natural organic things of building relationships. And, you know, I didn't initially drive people to a website, you know, I didn't initially have a Facebook and an Instagram and, you know, all these things. It was really about relationship building for me. And in this industry, having great relationships, having great connections overrides anything. Now my website serves a great purpose for people to go look at, um, to go reference me before they contact me. Um, it serves a great purpose now for people who are interested in my events, makes my process behind the scenes a lot more seamless, but it wasn't the first place I started. Right. And you know, what's interesting about that is because um, I struggled with websites early on and I've spent a ridiculous amount of money on websites and the website isn't actually, you know, kind of my primary focus. It's not where I even, I don't even drive traffic all that much to the website. It's really there for internet presence. But, uh, you know, I wanted to um, take that off the plate of nurses. So when we bring nurses into my company, we actually do their website for them. And it's kind of this weird thing because it's like, well, we'll take all the tech and the website off your hands so you don't have to do that. Um, but then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to wait for the website. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> you don't understand. Like you, you go do the business piece of it and we'll do the, the tech piece of it. But I think there's a certain kind of um, security to before you launch and, and put yourself out there that you're going to put all these things in order. And as an entrepreneur, it's really not necessary. It's like what you're saying. You have to go out and make those relationships uh, to make the business work. And you don't need a website. You don't need anything other than just, um, you know, a, a promise of what you're going to do and the right connections. That is, I, I, that is absolutely true. And it, and I think it's because of, do you think, I think it's because of the standard that we've put on it and the what we see after success is achieved versus the down in the trenches work. You know, you can go to that person you admire and yes, they got the fancy website, they have all those things, but do we remember how they got there? <laughs> yes, it is not important to have that component. And with the entrepreneurs that I work with as well, um, that is their thing. You know, I got to get it all perfect. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is what we got to perfect over here. And then this part is just aesthetic to some degree that. <laughs> Like, trust me, that's not where your money is. <laughs> right, right. So how did, uh, how, how did the female CEO transformational coaching pro, um, firm evolve and where did that come from? Well, you know, um, as I was sharing with you my story of that big pivotal moment for me when we lost our child um, and I really woke up, I, I say it was a huge uh, awakening for me. Um, and um, I love Oprah. I got a chance to see her this year and she really put the words together for me is that, you know, we start, we start something, we move with that passion, and then the dream just gets bigger, right? Like it begins to evolve. And as you begin to evolve as an individual, as I begin to evolve as a woman who was doing what she wanted to do and what really put her soul on fire, I grew. And then that my dream grew. And then that my passion for other women who have been in that same place as me um, to help them break through and really unleash and live a life that's not based on someone else's expectation, but a life that is truly organic to who they are, authentic to them, is where you find your most power. So this is where I decided to come from behind my brand and, you know, come in the forefront and really help women do the exact same thing that I did for myself. And that is unleash that next level woman to really become who you need to be to live a life that you truly want. And more importantly, to build a profitable and sustainable business. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love that uh, 
the way that you say you came from behind the brand because that's uh, I think we all struggle with that or at least I did and a lot of the nurses that I work with struggle with it too is just um, when I first put my website up I wouldn't I didn't put any pictures of myself on there and I used the word we like we were this big corporation or something and I'm our team will do this and my brother's like oh who's this team and I'm like well it's me <laughs> you know it's just me but you know I was afraid um, to like kind of put myself out there I was afraid to be the brand um, you know I had a lot of issues to work through from that prospect and now I see it with my students as well they're like well you know they're using the proverbial we and, and they don't want to put their pictures on their website or talk about who they are what they're um, what they think and I think that's a big part of the business is becoming that leader and, and stepping out and saying this is who I am and this is what I do I, I totally agree with you, you know, and I can totally relate because I still find myself, and now I have a small team that's helping me fulfill this vision and it's going to grow, but I still find myself in that same thing. And I don't know if it's, it's easier for me to speak as a team <laughs> or as a whole, but I can totally relate um, to you in that respect because it, I don't know where, I don't know the true cause of it. I'm assuming maybe it's from nursing and we're a team and we're working and now it's like, hey, but really looking forward, uh, Katie, to be honest with you, we see a lot of women leaders now starting to come from behind their brands and really lead with that authority. Because when we look at where we are right now in the business world, it's really all about the likability, the trust of you. You know, it's not about your product or your service. If that doesn't mean anything, if the people don't like you, they can't connect to you and if they can't relate to you. And we've kind of got nosy where we are right now. You know, people want to know everything about you, how many children you have, what kind of car you drive, you know. So building that requires for you to come from behind your brand. And that's what I teach my women as well is build that. And as you build that, then people will buy into the products and services and you'll have a fair with customers. Uh, so who is uh, kind of your ideal audience? Like what type of um, women come to you to, to work with you and, and how do you help them? Well, right now I am working, I'm on a mission right now, Katie. I am on a mission to help women earn their first six figures in business because I feel that every female entrepreneur deserves a six-figure lifestyle. I was looking at some statistics and the training that I was doing and looking at the amount of women who start businesses on a daily basis. The stat on the internet um, was about 1,800 and it could be greater now. A day? Yeah, a day. Like that was alarming. It was inspiring. I was like, wow, like we really do this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my work is needed. But one thing that was alarming in that statistic um, was two numbers. And that number was how many women actually make it, you know, past six figures. And it was about 22% of the women actually made it to six figures in business. And of course, you know, the 1.7, the 2% that makes it above seven figures. So it really solidified my work. So I made it a mission to really help women really scale themselves to fully become, to be able to scale their companies. Because I'm a firm believer that you have to be a woman. You have to work on the mindset. You have to position yourself as a leader, have that mindset and move from that place of authority. If you stay shrunk in your abilities, you can't really make it and reach your full potential. I remember playing small, you know, and what small looked like and small you know and it took that unleashing to go from me to I and this is what I can do you know and this is how I can help you and be bold about it it was a process but helping those women through that process to really scale themselves uh, mindset and to really be able to scale their companies to six figures and beyond that's my current mission right now 
so what what do you think some of the major kind of like mindset issues are? What have you seen? You know, a lot of women struggle with worth. Um, mm -hmm. Whether they're worthy of it. I think we can think, you know, I can think and envision my company to be six figures, but then I question it, am I really worthy? Can I really have it? Is success mine? Um, and really being a, a, afraid of success because sometimes some of these women, I feel like the best companies are birthed from some hard stories, right? And some of these women have some preconditioned um, systems, um, belief systems that are in place, um, different experiences, whether they've launched a business and they failed. Well, I, I don't like to use the word failure because I feel like we always um, learn something, but they, they associate it with failure and it limits their ability to be able to show up. So self-worth is really one. Um, and having the mindset to really put themselves out there. You know, you think about us as women, we, we were raised to really be modest, to really not boast on ourselves a whole lot, to not talk about the greatness of what we have, and we're supposed to nurture and serve, whereas boys are, go take the risk, you know, yes, go do that, be tough. And in that, it has really, um, that system has really impacted adult women in pursuing their dream. So trying to break that from them, to say, no, it's okay to brag on yourself a little bit. It's okay to say your accomplishments. It's okay to do these things because that really boosts your confidence to be able to go out and to take that next step. Worthy confidence and self-belief. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and I can totally relate to that as well because I, I remember um, when I, I took a whole year to put my first webinar together for whatever reason, and then I uh, launched it. I sold like four units and, uh, you know, which was actually really good. I didn't realize it at the time. I was like devastated because I didn't make a hundred thousand dollars, you know, <laughs> just, you know, it's, it's like warped ideas of what I should be doing on the internet. Um, and then I stopped doing it. And that, so that was in January and then October that year, um, I was with a mentor and he's like, well, that webinar was a success. Why don't you do more webinars? And I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, the only thing that actually made me money, like I stopped doing as soon as, you know, it was successful. And I was just like, that's a good question. Um, you know, and so one of the things he had said to me was, you know, I think you just need permission to be successful. Um, and he's like, if you're not going to give it to yourself, I'm giving it to you, like go out and be successful, do another webinar. So, you know, that's kind of been my focus is been these webinars, but it was that feeling of like, I don't deserve this. Um, I shouldn't, money for doing this or, or something. It was very weird and a lot of mental issues uh, having to go through it. So for your business, has it been um, a, a, just a path of discovery for you? I mean, um, the, the journey, has it been uh, like a smooth sailing, a just straight shot to success or <laughs> any bumps along the way? Miss Kitty, I wish it would. I wish it was. <laughs> like, can we just get me there? I just want, you know, this is my goal and I just want to get there. Just nothing in between. It has been quite a journey. You know, a lot of bump in my head, a lot of falling flat on my knees. Um, and, you know, a lot of late nights and early mornings and learning things, learning to let go of things. Um, you know, it's been, it's a journey. It's entrepreneurship. It's not for the week, you know. I'm like, this is really a journey. I'm like, maybe this is why I'm a nurse deep down inside because we're built strong, right? Yeah, yeah. Also, things our resilience is, is key. But I look at this journey as a uh, my entrepreneurship journey as really like a faith journey, 
And along this way, you know, you have to really trust and believe and just learn each step of the way. And the thing is, is having the mindset to never give up and learn from each mistake, learn from each time you fall on your knees. I'm the queen of sand, put your boots back on, strap them back up, let's go. Like <laughs> We have no time, you know, no time for this, but it is, it has not been, um, a easy a easy journey but I've loved every bit of it if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. yeah it totally makes sense um, all right so what kind of um, programs do you have for women who want to earn six figures uh, or start their business and and you know have that um, relatively straight path to <laughs> six figures or that journey to six figures I'll say um, yeah. do you do coaching or courses or what what kind of programs do you have so I, what, how I help the women is I have um, two signature programs that I have right now, and one is a, a low ticket, and then the other is a higher ticket. And of course, my low ticket um, is a six-figure collective, and it's a collective of women who really have the ambition to really scale their companies. And it's given them a sense of community, connection. It's a coach-guided group. Um, we get together, we have conversations. I give trainings within a group of practical things that they can use to help grow their business. So it's not overwhelming. It's kind of, you know, slow paced, but yet supportive. One thing I know on this journey of entrepreneurship is that support is so key. And one thing, another thing that I is that people are not as easy when they've never invested in trying to scale their company because we're a DIY society, right? YouTube can teach us anything. Google can teach us anything, but helping them really see what support looks like. Support really changes the game for you in growing your company. I think every successful woman has a tribe of women behind her who are like-minded, who are ambitious, who is pushing her to reach her goal, who celebrates her win with her. Um, and it just helps propel you forward and faster than you doing alone. So that's my six-figure collective. And then my one-on-one -on -one coaching um, is where I work with those women who are really ready, um, that are committed 100% all in to really get down and dirty and really build their companies and do what it takes, you know, losing the shiny object syndrome of, yes, I want to make $500 this week. And then, you know, you know, but sustainable, building a sustainable company. So those are the women. Those are the two ways that I help women right now with the one. Yeah, I love that you have those two options because the the low ticket item, uh, low ticket um, programs, I think, are important because a lot of people haven't made that decision yet of whether they want to do entrepreneurialism or if they want to do kind of wealth building. And I think people get those two things confused. Um, and sometimes you just need to pay off your debt and save some money and put it in whatever investments you want and make money that way, as opposed right. to like investing in yourself, which can be one, it's hard, and two, it's like a mental journey of, of, of anything else. And I think having that low ticket um, to help them decide, you know, is this really what I want is important. Um, yeah, and then having the high ticket for the women that are like, you know what, I, I'm going to do this no matter what, like no matter what it costs me. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's really awesome. Um, so are these ongoing? Is this something that they can sign up for any time? Yes, the collective is a um, recurring, so it's, you know, they're in the community, it's a minimum of a year commitment, um, so it's a recurring community. The one-on-one -on -one coaching um, that is consistent as long as I have openings on my schedule, I can take new clients um, in, but, you know, 
yeah so it's pretty much they're here if i'm if i'm available for the one-on-one you got me if we rot we vibe together and you know <laughs> we feel like we're a good fit then we work together and then the collective um if they're ready to start they can start any day and jump in tons of content in their blueprints for them to help them support them right where they are all right and how do they how do they find you how do they get into this collective um or into the one-on-one -on -one coaching okay well they can find me i am on instagram i am starshima i am on facebook facebook is my place <laughs> some people say you know it's ancient but i am on facebook um, starshima I do have a free community, a VIP community that's highly engaged. It is a female CEO transform her group. So you can find me there or you can send me an email at info at I love it. You really did step out from your brand. I love <laughs> 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 You're like the Madonna or the Beyonce of like uh, the business world at Starshima. Right? I love it. <laughs> And you know, Katie, the, the, the real thing is I used to be starred for all these years. The only time I was Starshima was when I was in trouble. You know, like a serious Starshima. That's what my mom would call me. And going into this business and it's unleashing, as I shared with you earlier, it's like I really start to embrace that. I really, because I began to wake up. I'm like, I am Starshima. This is who I am. So that's where Starshima, the full name, has fully um, emerged from. I love it. It's perfect branding. And uh, I mean, it really just stands with exactly what you're doing. Just being the brand, being the fem female CEO and just saying, I'm here and, and <laughs> damn it, look at me. <laughs> I don't want to hear me roar. No. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for doing this episode with us. I, I think you'll get a lot of people that are going to want to um, come into your collective or, or do one-on-one -on -one coaching with you because this sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much, Katie. It's such an honor. And to just have a conversation with another nurse on the other side, this is powerful. So thank you so much for allowing me to share this platform with you today. Great conversation.